With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome. As you know, headlines concerning the coronavirus are changing daily, as are your transportation options. In this podcast, we will tell you about the plight of regional airlines and airports, new products being developed to help with social distancing while you travel, and how the pandemic is changing the way you walk around town. I'm Rod Morrison. I'm Nancy Schack. And we are Accidental Passengers. They're not going to go walk around hugging and kissing each other in the office when they come back, even though they may feel like it. They're going to do, they're going to wash their hands more than they've ever done. They're going to do all the things you're supposed to do. You can't go out and disinfect the pedestrian throughout the day. So what we did is we have the capability to put the pedestrian crosswalk on recall. big airlines are grabbing the headlines for the financial bind that they are in, particularly Boeing, who was already reeling from the 737 MAX fiasco and now is also troubled with massive cancellations for airplane orders. The president is correct when he says air travel is the biggest industry in this country. Boeing is not only the largest employer in this country, but also the country's largest exporter. Also, when you consider all the other businesses the airplane manufacturers support, such as airlines and parts suppliers, losing Boeing would take an insurmountable hit to our economy. But farther down the food chain are the regional airlines and airports that are small enough to service less populated regions, but also small enough to take a serious financial hit. COVID-19 has already led to the demise of two regional airlines in this country, Compass, flying for Delta, and Transstates for United, and Flybe in England. All three carriers were at the edge of financial ruin, and the virus pushed them over the cliff. The two American regionals were owned by Transstates Holdings, and they were expected to close by the end of the year. Earlier this month, the UK's Flybe Regional Airlines called it quits. The company was 40 years old and one time was the biggest independent regional carrier, carrying 8 million passengers on some 200 routes. In recent years, the airline was having financial difficulty and was in talks with the British government for help. But the virus came and projecting that their losses would be over $100 billion, Flybe closed their wings and their doors. Several other airlines in this country are still in business, but just barely. Elite Airlines is the travel choice between Newark and Vero Beach, Florida, but not until April 3rd, at least. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis wants all passengers from New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut to be self-quarantined for 14 days upon arrival. 
The airline said the cancellations were because the company wanted to work out the details of how to handle the situation. Speaking of Florida, Silver Airlines says it is in dire need of a bailout. The airline that serves Florida and the Caribbean islands has reported a drastic decrease in passengers. The flyer is independently owned and not affiliated with any of the major airlines. So if the owners say they've had enough, Silver will close down too. In Alaska, Governor Mike Dunleavy has asked that citizens stop non-essential travel, and they have. The largest regional in the state, Ravid Airlines, had to lay off 146 out of 1,300 workers. Warbelow's Air is suffering from the lack of a tourist season, but the Fairbanks carrier also flies telecommunication repair workers, medical evacuations, and delivers fuel and mail. Let's do that again. Warbelow's Air is suffering from the lack of a tourist season, but the Fairbanks carrier also flies telecommunication repair workers, medical evacuations, and delivers fuel and mail. So they should be kept busy. As the airlines suffer, so do the regional airports. Around the country, the air terminals are reporting a very small number of passengers. In Texas, at Abilene Regional Airport, they are trying to maintain their normal flight schedules and have added lines of tape for passengers to stand behind to ensure riders stay a safe distance away. Following the Texas governor's orders, state troopers will be stationed at the exit lanes as people depart the planes. They need to check if you are from New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, or New Orleans. If you are, then you need to fill out a form that says you will self-quarantine for 14 days or until you leave the state. In Reading, Pennsylvania, Their regional airport has another function besides transporting passengers. They transport COVID-19 specimens for testing. The airport is the hub for nearby Quest Diagnostics, and samples of the virus are flown in from various hospitals and out to testing sites locally or across the country. Hey, that's a good use for an airport. Stay healthy and safe, my friends. Most of us are currently in a lockdown or home shelter situation, which the president says might end for some of us around Easter time. He made a point in a recent press conference that even as we start to reopen businesses, we will still have to practice social distancing. They're not going to go walk around hugging and kissing each other in the office when they come back, even though they may feel like it. They're going to do, they're going to wash their hands more than they've ever done. They're going to do all the things you're supposed to do. As we move forward in a brave new world of social distancing, 
What will this mean for personal transportation? How will we limit human contact in the future? Well, a number of innovative engineers have been giving that problem some thought and have come up with some very creative ideas. For instance, there's a new concept car that has separate compartments for each passenger. Called the Quarter Car, it was designed by a British company called Seymour Powell as a private shared vehicle. The car's designers believe it could boost profitability and efficiency for applications like the rideshare industry. Each of the internal partitions is retractable if passengers want to be more social. Then there's the Lit Motors C1. Back in 2012, a company called Lit Motors announced they were developing a fully enclosed, self-balancing electric motorcycle called the C1. It would be the perfect personal transport if you wanted to avoid other people. Lit Motors is an L.A.-based startup, developed the C1 to be more efficient than a four-wheeler alternative vehicle while also being safer than a bike. It integrates gyroscopes to stay balanced on its own when driving straight as well as during turns. They claim that drivers could, in theory at least, wind down the windows and drag their knuckles on the floor during such maneuvers. Then you need to check out the Boomer Buggy X. It's a solar power, fully enclosed mobility scooter developed by a company called Daymac. It was designed so seniors and people with mobility issues would not be limited to travel only when it's sunny and warm. They could ride in the cold, rain, or sunshine, giving them freedom of mobility. You might also look at the pod bike. It's a special kind of personal transport called a velomobile that might be just one of the best forms of transport if you want to avoid others. According to its designers, the pod bike E2 is intended to be sustainable personal transportation with its four wheels, electric assist, and protection against the weather. The vehicle is partly human-powered and can be cycled like a regular bike if you fancy a bit of exercise and style. Its electrical assist feature enables the vehicle to travel at around 45 miles per hour. Future developments include a self-parking feature and an extra-charge battery that can be delivered to you on demand. The manufacturers hope to have the vehicle in production by the end of this year. Or you might be interested in the Seat Minimo, designed for city mobility. It's an all-electric vehicle combining the best of both worlds of cars and bikes. It's supposed to be more sustainable than both. It's a quadricycle that merges futuristic packaging, agility, and practicality to bring a fresh perspective to urban driving with zero emissions and being ready for the autonomous futures, or so says Seat, the maker of the bike. They claim that the Minimo can reduce operating costs of an electric car sharing by up to 50%, thanks to solutions like an innovative battery swap system. Then again, you might want an Envy in your life. General Motors has been developing their own driverless, personalized, all-electric vehicle called the Envy for a number of years. There are currently some working prototypes that are intended to be the future of car sharing. It's a two-seater, but there's nothing stopping you from traveling alone. According to GM Executive Vice President and GM China President Matt Sen, GM regards car sharing as an important building block for future personal mobility. Toyota is also getting into the game. First debuted at the Geneva Motor Show in 2013, the Toyota iRoad is yet another potential solution for personal transport on your own. It's only about two feet wide and has been designed to offer the maximum flexibility and mobility in cities while simultaneously reducing inner city congestion and harmful emissions. The iRoad can accommodate up to two passengers sitting in tandem. 
According to Toyota, climbing inside, you are safely cocooned within a weatherproof cockpit that benefits from a car-like interior and all the creature comfort it allows, such as heating, lighting, and audio systems. If you'd rather take to the skies than the roads, then look at the PAL-V. Touted as the world's first commercial flying car, the PAL-V is something of a mixture between a hatchback and a helicopter. The Dutch flying car was debuted back in 2018 at the Geneva Motor Show in Switzerland. It was inspired by nature and engineered by men and evolved over time. The Palvi Liberty is a groundbreaking product that inaugurates the age of the flying car. The company claims it's a marriage between safety and fun designed to satisfy even the most demanding customers. There you have it, a bunch of options for the future. What are you going to opt for instead of taking mass transit, rideshare, or driving in the carpool when we can all go back to work? COVID-19 has affected pretty much all modes of passenger travel. From riding scooters to cruising on ocean liners, we all have to adjust our plans and our habits. Now the virus has affected where we walk outside. It is pretty difficult trying to walk down a public street and practice social distancing. In my morning walks, I keep on crossing the street or walk in the bike lane to avoid others. And walking in the park, well... We'll tackle that in a moment. In Washington, D.C., police, large trucks, and caution tape surrounded the area's tidal basin for the people who chose looking at the cherry blossom trees over public health. Along the National Mall, it was pretty much deserted as people chose to stay away from that public area. In New York City, one street in Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn, and the Bronx was closed off to automobile traffic so walkers could have more distance between themselves. This past weekend, the closure plan was tested out, and Mayor Bill de Blasio said more streets could be added. In the town of Brookline, Massachusetts, they have found an additional area of the street that could pose as a virus-transmitting problem. The pedestrian signal button. Here is Brookline's head of highway and sanitation, Kevin Johnson, to explain. You can't go out and disinfect the pedestrian button throughout the day. So what we did is we have the capability to put the pedestrian crosswalk on recall. So once it goes through a cycle, it will automatically let the people cross on their own without touching the button. For Brookline and the rest of Massachusetts, after the governor's stay-at-home advisory, there was really no place to go unless you had to shop. So residents in the Bay State took to the parks to get outside and enjoy some recreation. Trouble was, everybody seemed to be doing it, Parks and trails appeared to be crowded with people, so social distancing, again, became impossible. This past week, the trustees of reservations, which maintains about 25,000 acres of parks and other properties, put a close sign on everything in their jurisdiction. Some local parks are still open for passive recreation, such as jogging and walking. In Boston playgrounds or hot lots are closed. Back in Brookline, all park entrances have coronavirus warning signs and park benches have signs that tell people not to sit or touch. 
But something else is going on in and around the streets of the Boston area. Blue Bikes, named after medical insurer giant Blue Cross Blue Shield and managed by Lyft, is allowing their 3,500 bikes in 300 locations in Boston and neighboring Brookline, Cambridge, Everett, and Somerville a month of an unlimited number of 45-minute rides for hospital staff. The bikes are disinfected on a regular basis, and the cleaners, by the way, are protected as well. Nice. Be healthy and be safe. Blue sky, sunshine, what a day to take a walk in the park. Ice cream, daydream, till the sky becomes a blanket of stars. What a day for picking daisies and lots of red balloons. And Thanks for listening. You can check out our Accidental Passengers Facebook page. There you will get transit stories not covered on the podcast. And you can even leave a comment and tell us how we're doing or give us a story idea. We upload every Monday. I'm Rob Morrison. I'm Nancy Shack. And we all are Accidental Passengers. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.